Good supper, good whenever you listen to this, and god damn it, thank you for listening. If we're gonna do the nonsense, then you know, you do the you do the nonsense, right? But, um, also, not for fucking nothing, go watch State Property again because I don't, I feel like. This is not a song that like you don't know, but like I really like this song, and I realize I never I never really listened to it that often. So yeah, that uh that was good all around. Not even for the fucking whole you know nonsense reason that I played it in the first place, but yeah, that just sounded good. That was a nice time, man. Anyways, uh, how are you guys doing? Are we um we all good? Everybody recovered? We've had we've had a very you had a very tough, very emotionally charged uh, two two days. It's been going on. It's been going on for like two, three days now. Yeah, that's about it. I want to be the, you know, this should be the icing on the cake. Don't call me no more. Don't fucking DM me no more. I'm not gonna make any more memes or any videos. I promise because I'm already tired of y'all. This got God. When is when was the last? Maybe it's because obviously it's because like the magnitude of these these particular you know stars and shit like mega fucking superstar everybody involved like mega fucking regal stars and, but yeah I haven't got tired of you niggas in a while it's just I think I think one I'm trying to like gather myself too to actually like have the proper because the proper conversation because prior to what I've been posting online I don't give a fuck. God, I don't give a shit. I've had like, I've had like four conversations. Just okay, four like three to four individuals, but there've been such in depth conversations. And like mid conversation, you ever be like, I don't fucking know these people. And also like it's like mid in the middle of the conversation, like I'll be sitting to myself. Gas is six fucking dollars, and I have homework. Like it, it like it matters. I, I don't want to be one of these people to be like it doesn't matter because that's also been like a kind of thing that's been thrown around to like dismiss. Um, certain stuff It's important But God damn I can't even say They're exhausting It's just 
Holy fuck, man. People are peopling. This is why situations like this is where, like, you, you, I think to myself, like, yo, if, what if God was one of us? You kind of go, mm, I'd stay gone. I would, uh, <laughs> I'd mind, I would mind my godly business too. I would. Uh, they're young They'll figure it out Like when you You know Your parents Or your parents are that It's like Ah He ain't bleeding he'll, he'll, he'll figure it out Cause Man this is taking A lot I'm gonna still like Coast it Cause If we're gonna burn this We might Actually let me Let me, let me dial that back Cause I don't know If that's a good Um I mean I guess It's kind of a good Persona to like Take on Cause it allows you To just be like Unbashedly just wild as hell But uh, I don't know I don't think we're gonna like Burn things down It just was like There's Avenues of this That I just felt like Were Unnecessary And some unexplored There we go We're we're Explorers of thought I don't know if that sounds As fire as It sounded like How I tried to preface it But I don't know man It's cool with me Um, So Other than that I think like my week is going rather chill. I, I've been trying to have find peace. Forgive me for sounding like whatever, because we're trying to be like real fancy, up upstanding citizens in here, and I'm just trying to make sure I didn't like fucking cut off or shut down anything that uh, we've done around here. Because you know, shout out to Lord Keithford. There's an ad- adjustments being made. All right, cool. I'm good. I'm out here in these streets. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that obviously by now, like if nobody's seen it, the whole world's seen it, yo. Like I was, I was actually trying to find, uh, like funny movie clips and like YouTube like blew it up. Like you can't even look up like Will Smith anything. And this is the first thing you see. And I was just like, I'm trying to find like. Men in Black clip And I gave up Because I couldn't find it But like it was a Men in Black clip That I know I found before And I just I just gave up on it Because like the entire internet Is just like The slap heard Around The The entire world Of uh, <laughs> Of Stuff And I just Okay Let me I'm gonna try to dance around this In the meantime as pop. I just feel like I feel like some, maybe not all, I just kind of feel like some of you are, like, kind of full of it. Like, I feel like we're, like, and it's full of it for a variety. You know what? Take that back. First and foremost, because I don't want to touch this. I don't want to touch this at at any point in the conversation. I don't respect or have any uh, desire to have the conversation around, um, what's what's the big fancy word kids are talking about to say? Give a damn about a white pope. Oh, respectability politics. Or is that is that one of the like? I don't. I don't. I don't really. I haven't really entertained any of the conversations around like. That's not the place to do that. And nobody cares about the Oscars like that. If you do, you shouldn't. Um, not like not in that. Not from that angle. I could care less about doing anything in front of uh, upper crust white society or you know actors or, or this that and the third like. The Oscars is not is not that you can have critiques of or your opinions on the situation. I just don't res- I just don't respect or want to hear any of that or hear about like how it affected. Like if you're you know we're having this conversation out loud, so I understand the conversations being like 
this is black only. If you're not black, you sit in the corner. I agree with you. Um, we are having the conversation out loud. So uh, my version of that kind of that is just like, I know y'all going to listen. We're, you know, we, everybody arguing out on the front porch, perfectly fine. I can't tell you not to stand in the street and watch, but you keep your fucking mouth shut. Because as much as I might have my opinions on any party involved, I have zero interest in hearing about that. Like, I don't even like a, who was it? I want to say it was like a Stephen A post, and it was just like, you know, you don't do it there. You do, you do whatever you need to do when you need to do it. I just, you know, we can have a conversation about, we will have a conversation about how you get to doing it. But no, the idea that you just, um, <clears throat> that the Oscars is somehow some fucking, uh, you know, untouchable, pristine event. That's, that's not true. Like, even for some of the things that like people get, you know, maybe not, you know, physical violence there, but it's like, you know, it's, it's a lot of physical violence we watch on screen. It's a lot of things that are, you know, nominated solely because they're aggressively, you know, and super violent. And if we're using things like, I don't know, like, let me get this stretch out. If we're using things that like, you know, things people say or do is violent, there are things on that film that are violent. I said, you know, I had to say, nobody cares that, you know, nobody, I, you didn't, he didn't smack this nigga in the middle of a delivery room, like during birth. It was at the Oscars. And it's like, it'd be all right. Like, I'm not talking about those two. I'm talking about everybody who feels like, I don't know, man, like the Oscars. We, I mean, also, sidebar, the Oscars in and of itself, which, like, word to that speech, we just, that they, that, um, uh, the speech or the monologue, they say, Chris Rock said, like, a couple years ago when, like, they did the boycott thing. Like, even in that, like, that was, even, like, looking up shit about that is, like, that in and of itself was showing, like, nobody cares about the Oscars. Like, the Oscars have never been, like, big fans of us. We've had all these conversations about all these, the Oscars, the Grammys, the blah, 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 that don't show us. Uh, <clears throat> they don't nominate us. They don't give us roles, which is what Chris Rock's speech was about in during that thing. I'll come back to that in a little bit. But, um, yeah, I will say that's one thing where, like, no holds barred. I had no other side or uh, in-depth look about that perspective. If you came out and your first thought was, not at the Lord, not at the Oscars, Jesus, you're fucking weird. Um, other coon comparisons we can maybe go back and forth about. But that one right there, that was some real, you know, chuck and jive-ass shit to me. And I don't I don't agree with it. Um, in regards to, like, uh, <clears throat> so I know, I guess people put together, like, the timeline of... This issue with like Will and Chris And he's been coming at Jada Now I'm not going to get into like last night's or Not last night like the other night's thing just yet The initial I don't know if um And you know if anybody wants to Whatever maybe we'll talk about it later I don't know if that first first one That first one in 2016 I don't know that that's like a And that's one of my things with this is like What point of certain things is conflating issues Cause I don't know if that's him taking up bullying Jada in the moment Jada was and Will were like the loudest opponents to the Oscars and it was like Oscars so white it was one of those years I think like nobody was nominated that was black you know definitely during that like you know 2016 year like people are we we're we're on fire with motherfuckers like getting killed by the cocks like this racial 
you know, like racism hasn't been a thing, but you know, that was one of like the fever pitches of the past couple of years that like it's 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 hot outside with the uh with racism doing this racism y thing. So the discussion to me was like uh you know, he said it like that's one. This is one of those moments where in that one, I'm going to make a little bit of one of those like comedian things where it's not like you don't get to just say what you want to say. But like it's I feel like a bit of like purposely missing the point. I don't think he was jumping on her to jump on her. It's like, OK, the joke is you're not getting invited to the Oscars because at that current time you hadn't made any movies. You weren't going to come in anyways. Black man. <clears throat> so uh, I haven't started burning the world down yet. I'm like, you know. Bringing things into because you know I need people to I need you know we're here for are we ever understand I think I, I in my mind that's what the that's what the things the things are thinking so wait so where where I'm at oh shit shit blew up so where I'm at now is like just before we got into like the actual meat and potatoes what happened the other night is going back even as far as like the initial Chris Rock critique of what he said. In the beginning, like, you know, he jumped on her during the 2016 thing. And during that one, that was his... If you watch his 10-minute monologue, you can agree or disagree with it, but it's not like this big Jada bash. You weren't invited, you know, just to shit on her, shitting on her. His conversation is more so around... We are doing a lot of... We are doing a lot of conversation about what to do to let the Oscars know we're fucking tired, and rightfully so, of not being snubbed, of not getting these types of roles... Throughout the entire monologue, he's like, I went back and forth about, you know, not coming, but he's like making a big to do about being snubbed. He's like, if you don't like the role, that's one thing. But he's like, we are here. And he brought a lot of conversation to racism in the industry and really wasn't pulling a motherfucking punches. That man talked about cops being dead. We was boycotting and to a certain degree. And that was a lot of conversations I had with some of y'all personally that I've talked to where. There was a lot of conversation about motherfuckers are making a lot of noise boycotting the Oscars and people are dying outside. And that was a lot of his that was a lot of what was in his monologue. The theme was we're making a big to do when the conversation is we want roles the same way Leonardo DiCaprio want roles. And that nigga was sitting out in the front like we want roles. We want the same opportunities. And, you know, Chadwick out there clapping. Rest in peace. We want opportunities. That's what this is about. Y'all are snubbing us with opportunities. Y'all have this undercut pervasive racism. He went through all of that. And he was just like, Jada boycotting doesn't fucking help. Because at the end of the day, at that moment, nobody's going to see a Jada movie because you don't have a movie outside. Like, that's just not a thing. That wasn't like a take a shot at her type thing that I feel like people are making it. And that's my issue. You can get mad at what he said. But I don't know, man. Get mad at what he said in the realm of that's what he said. Don't I don't look at that as like a targeting black women you drunky black less less than that's not really what that was and i feel like that's just used to put gas on this which you can have your views on it but i don't look at those as the same thing and as people who kept posting that little clip and i'm sensitive to that where it's like okay look at that but if you're gonna judge it judge the whole 10 minutes nobody talks about the fact that he blew up the that nigga said this is my this is my moment y'all can boycott i'm not because i just feel like you're sitting out on an event and not Holding them, I'm gonna stand here and make it weird for him. I'm not getting no fucking award. My whole job here is to say, I got ten minutes. I'm gonna let you niggas have it. We're dying outside. Y'all are up here fucking. So I didn't necessarily think that that was as bad as people have made it. At least that part. For you know. So essentially, it's like protesting for Black Lives and burning down black-owned stores, right? It's a it's an angle. 
Yeah. Like we, we have an overall agenda here. Our overall agenda is this. Mm-hmm. And by you deciding to take this approach, you are actually hindering what we are trying to do. Yeah. It's either you're hindering or at the very least, you're not doing what you think you're doing. It sound, it, it's it to me, it speaks to the, some of the issues that especially during that time, because I just where everybody just was on fire for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was during one of those like, what are we doing that makes sense? These are these big, big symbolic issues. And it's like these are things you're doing things that I guess they can ignore. If you're going to do it, do something that. They can't ignore your boycott in the Oscars. And in the moment, I want to say it. Initially, I feel everybody. I know that initial emotional feeling of fuck them. Don't even go. So I remember even feeling like, ah, that don't. That's not bad. And when he started saying it, it's like, nigga, you make sense. Like they don't want us here anyways. So if you leave, it's not like they're going to film the non blacks in the audience. They're going to have somebody come up here. Say some nicey nice shit. They're going to put a whole, you know, nice collage of a black you know, films that they didn't fucking, and then, you know, we're going to go home. I'm going to stand up here and go, y'all are racist. Y'all have been racist. I'm Chris Rock. I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, so that's similar to like Ricky Gervais's, right? Another one, even though, you know, we can do white, but he did basically the same thing. You motherfuckers in here, we make movies for a living. Not even that, but him bringing the spotlight on how there's a lot of, Toxic masculinity, a lot of patriarchy, a lot of pedophilia mm-hmm. in the industry. And some of you in here are perpetuators of said things. And you you are like he used Jeffrey Epstein at the time, but like y'all are friends with dude. So let's not sit up here and act like y'all ain't been ha ha and chummy. with like him blowing up the mm-hmm. spot to be able to bring light to something, a different perspective. So as you're mentioning that. It's interesting because what comes to mind is so this was like the black Oscars, right? Lots of oh. blacky black stuff. Oh yeah, it was wasn't it produced by uh, produced by a black person? Will Packer. Yes. Yeah. Lots of lot. There was lots of black undertones that helped create this evening, correct? Mm-hmm. And then you also choose, you know, a, a relatively historic black comedian to host, correct? So if this is a blackity black event, that means there's going to be some black comedy, correct? Mm-hmm. What is black comedy? What has historically, historically, what has black comedy been? That is us either normalizing or just using our traumas to make light of things. Okay. Like we take, we're so, you know, we are soul food to our fucking core. It might be bad for us. We're going to have to make it look good, make it sound good, make it entertaining. So part of black comedy or what helped revolutionize black comedy as well, we'll say like Def Comedy Jam, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. What did the predominant amount of black comedians do during that era? How did they get their start? How did they get to be household names? Besides like killing at a deaf comedy jam? No, no, I'm just saying at deaf comedy jam, what did their bits or their, their stand up? What did it consist of? I mean, some of them was, you know, doing the Joneses or whatever, like talking about the fucking audience. Mm. A lot of us do, you know, you just tell your experience. Okay, so you tell your experience, but part of it is shooting the dozens, which in our culture mm-hmm. is a regular thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Even Martin, who is the most, who's notably the most known host of Deaf Comedy Jam, made his start or solidified himself how by talking about people on a regular basis. That's an essence of black comedy, correct? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if this is the Black Oscars. And you hire a black comedian that comes from that time period. 
why do you expect him to not utilize the audience as part of his bit, which is part of black comedy? I think for one, I think there is an air that, which kind of to me ties in a little bit to the slap, is that people don't, people kind of, you know, for Chris Rock is, I'm going to even say kind of, as much as Will Smith is an amazing, iconic actor, Chris Rock is an iconic actor and comedian. He is up there. And it's not just, you know, being with the white folks. Like, he was one of the motherfuckers who, if you were taught, thought about a comedian that was going to leave you with something that you were going to think about, always Chris Rock. Chris yeah. Rock is in the top. Prior to Dave. Yeah, he's Prior in to the, Dave, it was Chris Rock. And it'd be more a political thing than anything. But mm-hmm. he's when you thought about somebody who's going to be thought-provoking, it was going to be Chris Rock. Exactly. So... When what was I headed with that? I don't even remember. Well, I'll, I'll say, what's Will's, one of Will Smith's most iconic roles? What was that one where he was? Um, it was Independence Day is one. Okay. Uh, and everything he's done, not just movies. What would you say he's most notably known for? Oh, Fresh Prince. What was part of Will's character? Constantly making fun of everybody in the house. Yeah. Because he's the hood dude from Philly. So I'm talking about Uncle Phil's weight. I'm talking about how small and preppy Carlton is. I'm talking about how privileged Ashley is. I'm making fun of Jeffrey's origin, where he comes from, how he talks. Part of your character that you are most known for is using black comedy to shoot the dozens on the people that you care about. Mm -hmm. Why is that not acceptable when you are the recipient? So... Here's where I know a lot of people are, what's, pick a word, intersectionality, convoluted, whatever, conflating issues, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So, Chris Rock comes out, everybody's seen it, comes out, makes blue jokes, bang, 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 G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane is targeted at uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith has apparently been on, um, she's been on her platform and said a lot of times she has the alopecia thing. alopecia, okay. So. Uncle Phil struggles with his weight. I understand that the alopecia thing is, uh, you know, everybody now and their mama just said, yeah, everybody is like, it's a disease. Like, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm, I'm a ride with that. My thing with this issue is that I find a lot of people to be phony and phony outrage and using it as ways to, if you got an issue to talk about it and it's not like these issues aren't real, there is a definite, uh, situation and conversations to be had where black women are disrespected. This particular moment where if you wanted to say that alopecia is a big problem, you would not talk about, I'm not even going to say you wouldn't about talking about like dudes being bald. We'll just do like the hairline thing is the thing all the time. Right. You would have, you wouldn't have talked about her. Like the meme I posted today in one of the little, little like photo dump thing, all of us, I know y'all personally, I saw you during this whole thing, but it was funny when that her alopecia was funny when it was targeted towards Will which is my biggest thing about this whole situation. The issue of that, that her alopecia is dope. And it's funny when it's saying she got the whole house ball. Everybody laughed. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit who made the meme. I'll say a dude made them. I don't really know, but I'll just throw and I'll say a dude made the meme. Everybody laughed at it was funny. Then it was jokes. Then it was cool. Then it was, you know, she's living her bald life then. And that was perfectly fine. Um, we'll get to that. And th- but that's where okay okay I, that's where you're heading yeah I'll okay, give Nina her, give Nina her props some you, theories say it was built up frustration from him being emasculated for so long absolutely I agree with that we it turns into you know you look at we do all these theories he giggled when he made the joke she looked oh she looked sick him people say sick him. I don't know if he said sick him but Will gets up 
walks up, smacks him. Now, me personally, if we're gonna transparent moment before we get into it, I am one hundred percent the nigga who will get it to get your ass together. You can talk yourself directly into an ass whooping. We're gonna take all this therapy shit and put it over here. We're gonna take this podcast shit. TJ is a, I, if you say it, and if you say it to somebody that I care about, I will ball you the fuck up, or you gonna have to just whoop my ass. And all that shit. Shannon Sharp is saying, "Me too, Unc. You gonna have to fuck me up, fam." Um, actually, a couple years ago, like that was my last event, like yeah. a couple years ago. But I, even then, this is where I can make the comparison because I'll make the I'll quickly go into the story. Like at an event with somebody, everything's going cool. Two dudes are in in front of us, and they're you know drunk and inebriated. They're pushing us too much space, and so it's like, "Hey, give a space." Give her a shot. Hey, give a space. Dude turns around. You need blah, blah, blah. in my mind. You're physically in danger, and I just grabbed. I you know just to say, "Hey." This is also a part of this this duo here. So if you think you're going to get it cracking over here, understand that this is also it's a package deal. Back up. Cool. My thing with Will, because even then I'm thinking be controlled because I have that thing in the back of my mind. I'm a pretty sizable black dude. Don't just lose your shit. Right. And also losing your shit is not a expression of power. That This conversation that when people started making the memes, if he don't stand up for me like this. Then I don't want it Will Smith got up And slapped the shit out of him Where to me Will Smith is the king of the day And I don't give a fuck About the Oscars And we already discussed that You get up You check him You check him in front of everybody And that's on Chris Rock to go Man I'm sorry Now he doubles down Then yeah Throw that nigga on top of his head Put him on top of the fucking thing But in the moment I feel like that's also a bit of a If we're talking about What affects the black community That's a bad look Because if it's not Will Smith If it's not the Oscar If it's not Chris Rock If everybody's taking that one piece Saying this is what it looks like Then I hope all y'all have the same fervor When you have to run that GoFundMe And look at, you know Charles on a t-shirt Because he went and protected me the same way Because you couldn't take a joke Or because somebody said something wild I'm not, not promoting not just Not even that I thought about that immediately That, that would be That us. part's on the way though Right I, w- I would say Even look at it From the standpoint Of the average man Because Will has dumb money mm-hmm. So if Will Never gets another movie role Never gets nominated again He's completely fine For for said average man Who stands up Say For his wife In a platform That causes him To lose his job Are you going to have That same amount of energy Now I understand The presentation That you are expressing With your last interaction that someone approaching you aggressively. Mm-hmm. So you are setting a boundary and you are maintaining that boundary at whatever cost is necessary because you are feeling like they are targeting you. A comedian saying a joke is not targeting you. You are not under attack. You are not in danger. He is doing his job. If that is your peer, because they are peers, we mm-hmm. do know each other, we have worked together, we are friends, we can we have each other's contact information, so on and so forth. Within the context of this situation, can you not still check him without checking him the way that you needed to? And in my mind, as I go up to stage, because you know you're going to win. You know before you get there you're going to win. That's why you guys mm-hmm. got dressed up for the occasion and you're sitting in the front because you know that you're winning. They've told you beforehand you're going to win. Have your acceptance speech. That's why people get up there with mm-hmm. the paper ready. Oh, I had a speech just in case. Bitch, you knew you was going to win. That You don't have to be performative. Performative is what got you here. Let's be real. So you know that you're going to win. When you get up there, you know that you're going to take the trophy, shake some hands, give hugs because we're peers. You could have easy, easily in his ear be like, hey, man. 
you know that joke was a little too far. She's struggling through something. When you leave the stage, go apologize to her because it kind of hurt her feelings. I would say that I could deal with that. I can deal with, I can take you all the way to the line of, I'll walk on stage the way he did. Apologize to my wife, man. Like I'll make the whole, I'll make the whole statement on stage. My thing is immediately firing on him. Is not. I thought that was a little OD. And I thought the way people are condoning this, like, Take into account protect black women, but when a motherfucker out in the street is disrespecting your girl and being wild, you can sock that nigga on site, even if it, you know, on top of what everything I just said. But you can sock him on that. That's disrespect. Him saying a joke, I think you check him. I think you because in my mind, I think back, and this is I've said this this actual line three times in private conversations. I think back to what I thought was to me, and not power because he was fucking like. Reserved because he wasn't. He'll beat you. I thought my grandfather was one of the most like poised men. If you think in leadership, I want a man to do all the all these traditional shits we say. Mm-hmm. You can't lose your fucking cool to promote popping the fuck off is how you lose the farm in a variety of ways. Right. Besides just your life, if I can't think past the next five seconds, I'm gonna get you, motherfucker. But that's something that affects us as a community. We cannot think past the next two to three seconds. That does not automatically no. mean tuck your fucking tail. That means okay. Let me think. Should I smack this motherfucker? Because what would smack this motherfucker do? At the Oscars, in front of people, you being Will Smith, you could smack everybody all day because it's not going whatever. But the way people said, I want this in my life. Relax, nigga. Just. You don't know what that entails. Before we go into that, check check the thing thing. This thing? No, not the, the other thing thing that we got to be. Not that one. Yeah, no. Over. There oh. it is. Well, I, here's okay, the thing. We got, we got a few more. But we're kind of running a test on this today, so I don't know what this does yet. Cause I, I know, and yeah. I, I don't know if there's going to be uh, so we're, an we're, alert or whatever the case is. This is letting us know we got like eight. Okay, we're doing like, we're doing real radio shit because we really got here. But <laughs> I think this is just a test thing today. I don't think this is like whatever, whatever. If I don't know. Get, I just wanted go, to be, goes be boom, mindful. Then, you know. Yeah, I just wanted to be mindful of it because I also would have to tie that in if I'm talking in the moment. I'd have yeah. to be aware of cutting it short, so on and so forth. I'll explain that in a, in a few minutes. But um, the context of how someone supports you, when we think of support, we think too black and white. Mm-hmm. And that, that tends to be my issue. Somebody can support and protect you in a number of different ways. I got something for that. There's not one particular way for someone to support or protect you. So if you're thinking that a man protecting you means that he has to go to violence in order to do so and put himself and his livelihood at risk just for your ego's purposes, is that really you caring about him protecting you or do you just want somebody to stand up and like make you feel special in the moment? Like, what is this really about? One, two, going back to Nina's point, frustration from him being emasculated. We're not paying attention to how his response in slapping Chris emasculates him even more because now it's showing that you are somebody that is not emotionally mature enough to be in control of your emotions and you react as a child. I have two alley-oops I'm trying to pick. Okay, the first first part, because... It was good, man. You, I don't know. I don't think Steph Curry could throw it better. That it's was, okay. That was yeah, good. That's right? what I'm here. Assist leader. So, <laughs> the, fir- the, the, the first point of support and what protection looks like. So that was everybody's been take, <clears throat> taking the situation. You slap, you slap Chris, but you didn't do a goddamn thing to August. And I've had that conversation a couple times as well. So, mm-hmm. one, I'll take it to account. They were separated. 
Two, I'll take into account all the the caveats to relationship that and that's this, that, and the third. Perfectly fine. Every single interview, every single thing, even in his book, there is no drag fucking Jada through the mud. It is we were learning, and this is my journey on this, and this is what I'm discussing. He's protected her every step of the way. I'm part of the internet. We have all taken all the shots at that family. This nigga Will has stood in front of every goddamn thing, every which way, protected left and right, but it doesn't count until he puts his hands on somebody. I find that to be, if we're thinking, you know, think deeper, think next level. You didn't appreciate all the other ways a man can protect you. He can only protect you if he pays for everything you do. He can only protect you if he puts himself in a position to lose his life or lose his livelihood. Like, everybody's not a $20 million nigga. And again, super here for smacking the shit out somebody. But if you smack the shit out somebody, nigga goes up. Half the internet says if you go up, you got shit. You got maybe a year and a half. She's not going to keep that pussy for you. Then you come back. You can't get a regular job for it depending on what you're doing. Y'all not going to provide for a nigga at all. So what the fuck does protection look like? Because when he was out here, at interview he just did, we're promoting King Richard, man. I'm, I'm it. I'm a, this is one of my best works. I'm getting a fucking Oscar. And Gail gonna look me in my fucking mouth and ask me about infidelity. I'm promoting a movie. You know what I do as Will Smith? I protect my fucking wife. We do everything together. And as much as y'all talk that shit about Separated and all that other shit Everybody acts like separation just means I don't fucking love you We're mad I need to go to my corner You go to your corner Because if, if I wanted to leave you I'd have divorced you We're, I still love my partner And In this separate Well they were separated Knowing good and fucking well If Will Smith was out here Knocking down Four or five motherfuckers Y'all be like I mean I guess They separated or whatever But if it was me so shut the fuck up, because I just feel like y'all are, everybody's lying to push, that's my issue with this. Everybody's- Most of the people that are pushing that narrative, if you and your boyfriend or your partner or whatever separated and he was knocking down some cheeks, you would still be upset with him. Like, so you just had that bitch on the back burner, because you, you must have had her waiting. You was cheating on her before me. That's why you took a break. It's always going to be something, which is my issue in general, because- Will protecting or not protecting Another or men protecting love. Yes. Job, men protecting or not protecting from the aspect of men in general, which burns me to my core. What we talked about today, mm-hmm. we are damned if you do and damned if you don't. We are in a lose lose regardless. At what point in time do we stop taking L's? What do we have to do to stop taking losses? I've defended my wife throughout this entire ordeal and I continuously take L's. I'm taking another L now for defending my wife. Some people are saying it's okay. Some people are saying it's not. No matter what I do, I lose. And for somebody like Will that is going through a transition in his life, that is going through being more vulnerable, that is going through learning, understanding, you know, underlying traumas and triggers in his life, who's going through a lot of things. Can I afford to keep taking L's before I explode? No. So at what point in time does somebody else protect me? Well, see, that's so. I'm going to get to that because that's the bigger one. But the protection thing you just brought up now, everybody. Now, I'm not I'm not putting this on Jada, but I am going to put this perspective out there. We all discuss my favorite line is there is a dossier. There's. A department out for it. There's a couple agents that are dedicated to this part of the department to tell a nigga what a nigga's supposed to do. It's right. a long list. It's bullet points. It's very well thought out. On the flip side, it is what does a woman do to protect, to help, to adjust, to whatever the fuck. 
Will Smith has an has a blow up in front of the whole fucking world at this point. And nowhere in there in the images. Now I wasn't there, now we can leave the opening that nobody saw. Nowhere in there does anybody say anything about I know me in that event I just discussed. The thing that got me off their ass was, hey, I'm okay. Cool. All I need is to know you're okay. Hey, I see you going there. Cool. Anytime I've ever had that moment, and as far as this men don't protect black women, it's not even women I'm always involved with. If you're with me, I'm fucking with you. All I, all a nigga usually need is, hey, and that's what I'm looking for. This is my moment because it's my, if, especially if it's me and it's three or four I'm looking at, control is out the window. I got to go full crazy. I'm going to direct this. All I need to do is, you've protected me from losing my shit. I didn't hear anybody go, hey. Dave, I know you mad. I know you finna go up here. I might not stop you. For, I can't stop 6'3", 220-pound nigga from going up on stage. What I can do is say, just wherever you going, at least tap that break. That might have been all he needed. Later on, he loses it. Doesn't fucking matter. The people that surrounded him was Denzel, fucking Bradley Cooper. At no point is there anything in there where I see, even when he's at the fuck, all night at the beach that eat his own and he partying there. You know who's sitting there hugged, hugged up with him? His fucking award. Not the person that, you know... That he's defending? So, yeah, I don't see any... And it's not blame... It's just this this thought about, like, what does protection look like? Hopefully, you know, when they go home, she's there for him. And if that's the case, then, nigga, shut my motherfucking mouth. But it's a thought that nobody brought up. All these think pieces, that was not a thing. Not at all. And even... Her speaking up for him was performative for her platform but not necessary in the moment because today she's talking about stuff we're going to talk about it on the red table talk oh yeah 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 (laughs) but in the moment when i could have simply just put my hand on you and said "Mm -mm." what did you do you looked at him everybody laughed he had a little chuckle and you could have blown it off and because you looked at him and went now, now he decides to react. You should know how that's going to trigger him. You didn't reach her. She didn't move at all based on the clips that I've seen. She like rolled her. I know she was like, she rolled her eyes at the joke. That's yeah. the only thing she did. But from him getting up, him fidgeting, getting up, going up there, coming back, having people talk to him during the break, she did not move at all. She seemed pleased afterwards. And that's my thing with people who are promoting this. I, can, I Honestly, I don't know, Jada. My issue with y'all that are promoting this is like, nobody talks about if, if everybody has this insight and I know what protection looks like. We bypass the fact that he stood with her this whole time. And even some of that, like it was uh, uh, conversations of like, um, well, men cheat all the time. So it's like, do you like that Will stayed out of love? Or do you like Will stayed because you like the idea that a man finally got some get back with his wife fucking around? That she is the, she's the, the poster child for all of our get backs because Darrell did me wrong, you know, freshman year. That means you would be making it about you, right? And not about the actual dynamic, which Will has done their entire relationship. He's made everything about Jada, even his insecurities. He's admitted that he's made everything about Jada. And that's where I don't give Will. I shouldn't say don't give. I I understand, but that's where this is Will's fault as well. Because okay, the only I give shout out to Charlemagne because he was the first nigga I saw that said Will's going through something. Like everybody up here talking about a joke, that shit don't matter. Will is he's going, actually going through something. He talked about that. He he brought up the book, and I listened to. I still you know, I listened to the Zoe What Show. 
And those two platforms are the only two platforms where I heard motherfuckers go, if you read his book, you read his book, Will, Will describes himself as the issues with his father, like the, the moment of abuse that he had with his, with his mom, that that blew up his idea of like the nuclear family. He's big on, I want this perfect family. Cause that is something that was taken from him. My brother was a fighter. My sister was a, was a flighter. I was a pleaser. I my, built my persona on even the comedy. It's pleasing. I want you guys to like me. I want you guys to, to you know, to, to, to enjoy me. I want to make everybody happy and please be and I'm pleased going to go to the nth degree to do so. Please. Yes. Be pleased. I thought I was a it's actual quotes. I thought I was a coward my whole life because of how I didn't protect my mother. Mm-hmm. So I have this complex, even about protecting people. He then goes on stage through his speech and talks about even says little thing, art imitating life. He part of his breakdown, even if some people try to say it was performative, let's say some of it is. But some of that I feel like was true of like I get into character. He spoke also in his book where he had moments where he would be such a method actor. He'd lose himself. So if you have some of those qualities, you're doing a King Richard. You have all these familial things. I'm a father. I protect my family in this moment. I'm going to fucking do it like and he's on stage kind of fucking like still look like he's having a fucking adrenaline rush because it's like I protect. I protect to a fucking fault. And the thing that that when I watched this, my first statement, I said, because I was on the phone with my sister and my mom and I was over here with me and my uncle. So then I was like, they broke will like that was I made the jokes. But I was like, my first initial thought flat out was they finally broke will because over with all those things that he talked about in his book that I just listed, you've gone through that shit with August was two years ago. You've had we exposed it two years ago, exposed it to. So you've gone through years of this. He talks about in his book, the journey of understanding, you know, like how to be this positive person. We think this shit is will just kind of being positive person. I'm somebody who does like I don't say the positive shit for fucking you. Nigga, that's me. I need to learn this for myself. I'm trying to work through these things myself. So we look at like, man, he must got it made. That motherfucker is trying to. Figure it out. Everybody listen to this. Does this make sense to you so we can all build each other? He has been crying out for years before the August Alcina thing. Part of what has made him more relevant and kept him relevant is his interactions on social media. Correct. Mm -hmm. Most of his interactions on social media have been what? His journey and rediscovery and peace and this things of that nature. So the very thing that we gravitate to him for or him going through something and crying for help and figuring out how to give it to himself or find somebody else because he has not had it at home. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally snaps from not having the support that he's needed, damned if you do, damned if you don't, you still take an L. When are we going to realize when people are crying out for help and give them the support that they need as opposed to, especially as a black man, giving them more scrutiny because you should have done this better based on what I think you should be doing? Well, that's what I thought about, like, as I watched this, because I was like, as I watched mad people and and I'm not I'm not talking about I'm talking about the world because, you know, Internet is Internet. But I talk about this as motherfuckers. I know personally, like I watch nobody. I watch nobody take this take this angle, this angle of we are the nurturers, we are the understanders, we understand emotions. I watch zero people, multiple posts over days. I watch zero people take the angle of what he's going through, not for real, and then stand on. To me, it's kind of contradictory. You stand on slap like this, and like, but the slap is not of protection. The slap, the slap is of I'm fucking, I, I don't have it no more. Will Smith, on paper, has a life. That every nigga I know would cock back and take a running start to punch their mother in the face for. Like, 
you get to a Will Smith level and you still have to deal with not being supported, taking on this pressure of this is what a man does. This is what a man does. This is what a. So I'm like, fuck, dog. If Will Smith got this, what the fuck I'm supposed to do out here? That was part of my frustration with some of this, because if Will, the epitome of all these goals and things of that nature, if Will still can't find the actual love and support that he needs, the freedom and peace that he needs. And that's with being wildly wealthy beyond his longest, longest, largest dreams. What hope is there for me as an average dude? I don't got no fucking red table at my house. And I show up being like, hey, man, you know, uh, graduation around the corner, uh, you know, working on this, this secondary degree, not bragging, but like as far as statistics go, I think I'm pretty cool. You're a fucking therapist flat out. And it's like you show up and it's like, OK, nigga, well, here, damn, we don't have to. So I have to still, and I'm not rich, so I don't have it. I don't have the Will Smith shit. I can't go to, I can't escape my family and my issues for three weeks at a time, climbing a fucking building in Dubai. I can't have sit downs and conversations with the sad guru. He can pay for all of these things that are helping him through his journey and he's still falling short. What hope do we have for somebody that doesn't even have a corner of a fraction of the resources that he has? And that's not to make an excuse for people not healing, but I'm putting that into perspective for everybody else that always talks about what men are supposed to do and not paying attention to how the weight of all of these things may weigh on them. We don't have the resources. I am the resource. For a lot of other people, I am the resource. And I don't have the resources. So at what point do we stop taking L's? We are the L. We've taken so many L's as black men that we are the poster child for L. We are blamed for the L's. We are given the L's. Everything geared towards us is an L. I think that's because a lot of things geared towards us is like we're the resource. We're a tool, not a person, though. We're not even the tool. We are the catalyst to the problem. That's that's the perception that is geared towards us. We're not even looked at as a tool towards healing or positivity. Not towards healing. I think like, okay, like if I'm looking at, let's just take sports or whatever. We're a tool to win, but we're not human beings on the court or field. We are objects. We are materials. We are commodities. In a relationship sometimes when you talk about what our what our role is, what our value is in relationships. We are tools. Make her feel good. Buy her this. I am a dick. I am a wallet. I am a this. But you don't really give a fuck about me as a person. All the jokes and shit we say about motherfuckers like being invested in his interest. And it's like, okay, man, that seems like a motherfucker like they dragging ass to be like, you know, you will watch fucking, uh, I don't know, man. Love and love basketball is a dope ass movie. But you'll watch that. You know, that's your that's your um. Regardless of how much shit you talk, nigga, that's that's your conditioning. That's in your fucking, you know, that's in your goddamn uh, programming. Like when they built a DC and they said DC be a man, part of your just, you know, base fucking makeup is like she likes this. Let me try to show interest in that. And blah 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 blah. You working whatever. On the flip side, at that very minute level, I know I talk a lot of shit about anime because that's what I'm fucking into. But at that base level, that you go, that somebody might look at that and go, ugh, why we gotta? Cause goddamn, bitch. Nobody else is with I'm why you gotta kick it with the niggas because the niggas only motherfuckers who you got a fucking yes. 
Found a Fast and Furious thing. I'm always find it. You have a Dominic Toretto moment. Like, the buster brought me back. He didn't leave. You had that shit with your fucking partner. Because right. it is, nigga. I'm going to kick it with the boys. Because at least none of us know how to figure this shit out. But at least I know, hey, man, you fucked up too. Yeah, fucked up, team. Right. Check the, the thing before I go in. I'm pretty sure we're... I don't, I don't know how that... I don't think it's really... Doing its thing right now though I don't know either Cause it was at like Three minutes before And now it's back at Because we have the thing That's like the commercial thing But I don't think this is like I don't think we're going for it yet It's not like Up up yet I have no idea But for, for context Keith would've called us And told us we fucking up Probably That's, that's the thing I'm, I'm take the blame well, off us Keith would've told us It's a wrap So I noticed that you have I, I don't I'm, Yeah But I just want to be mindful of it So for Part of the whole reinventing thing That we are doing now yeah. Which is the premise of the show um, We are a radio show now We are not a podcast At least for here on the Good News Radio Network Good News Radio 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 Crazy how that makes sense right Crazy how that Boom. makes sense right Like you see that up there on the thing It says radio right But because we are a radio station now We have breaks for commercials Oddly enough if you're listening And you have something that you want to promote these breaks that we're trying to prepare for taking on a regular basis here going forth, that's where like your business can be promoted and people that are listening to us can actually listen to like your ad or us promoting you or whatever the case is. That's where those gaps will be. Where would they do that? At? There was this thing that we were promoting forever and it was the app. There's an app. We got crazy technology thing that right. you got in your phone. Is that thing. something new? <sighs> I take it by that response. It's not something new at all. Maybe to you who listened for the first time, but also have known both of us for years, whatever. So uh, for like the people that on, on app, what is, what is our, our numbers close to like one sixty two hundred listeners word. for the new ones? They know that, but for the other people that are not in that 200, they don't have a clue about that. Get the app and then get your stuff and then listen if you have a business, we'll promote it because I'm tired of playing with y'all. There you go. So we'll be taking self-care breaks throughout our show on a regular basis going forward. Those self-care breaks are when your business can be promoted here on this show and a myriad of other different shows all day long. Oh, so this has a good point. So you can get in contact with us to be able to do that. If you're watching live on YouTube, then you probably, there's going to be no break for you, but you know. For you those know, of you I didn't listening, even think about that till right now. That means you guys just get like in between breaks of nonsense. That's no, nice. I mean they'll get breaks. Ahead. I'm still taking a self care break because sitting here for an hour and a half, especially after sitting in the car for thirty minutes, especially after sitting in a session for an hour prior to that, <laughs> it is get out and start stretching on the thing. Right, yeah. I, just, I will be in here in in happy baby pose on the floor in between them breaks. You can kiss my ass. I'm gonna go to the bathroom and drain it. One of the two, but in between that, y'all gonna see it here on the visuals. People that are listening, you guys will hear the commercials that could be one of yours if you have a business you want to promote. So back to our point. For Lotus, oh. she was trying to say something. On one hand, I give them credit as they are healing publicly, and that takes courage, although at times problematic. And this is one I of those moments that. where that healing publicly can be problematic, but it is still part of the healing process. 
even and I'll transition because we've talked a lot about Will and Jada. I'll transition this to Chris, who has also since mm-hmm. Tambourine been very open about his healing process. It may look a little different, it may not be as transparent and open, but he is healing as well. People really shit it on Tambourine, and I understand if you're going just for like the giggles and cackles. But I thought that shit was dope. I thought he was talking that shit. Just I mean, Tambourine is that's not something outside of what he does, because he's not a, a slapstick Kevin Hart type fun that's not his thing his mm-hmm. thing has always been talking about realness and sliding some little subtle hints at things in there but there's an overall thing kind of what we enjoy from dave even though we shit on dave for doing it too because that's problematic and you're not supposed to talk about these things that way but that's what these comedians do that's what their thing has always been and people we got so accustomed to listening to the ha ha rah rah funny types from Kevin Hart that we forgot about comedians who actually make you think, which is the premise of what comedy is supposed to be. Yeah, I, that, yeah. I guess that's kind of my thing too. Is like I'm not opposed to you know if somebody says something disrespectful, you you know you handle it how you handle it. But I do think there is a bit of that where it's like motherfuckers are looking for comedians to always say things that make you feel good. I'm like that's not their job though. Like, it's your job to kind of sit with it. And you can tell what is just blatant fucking, uh, you know, nigger bitch whole fucking blah, blah, for no reason. And then there's like, oh, hey, you're, there's a craft to it. You're developing right. your perspective. Like, even when you talk about what makes a good comedian, like, you have to live life. You have to have, you have to have life experience. You have to have perspective. And you get up here and you tell us the perspective in a real way. The way that you sit with, you sit and watch comedian and you sit in your, to yourself and you go this is kind of how i talk to myself in my head might not have as many punchlines, but this is the topic that i i'm too scared but he's gonna go ahead and say that now granted alopecia might not be that for you it's you know it's not a super deep topic but to me the alopecia thing immediately was like i know y'all i know y'all personally that meme that i found is on google because it was so just a popular fucking meme of Y'all didn't care about alopecia for real. Like, a bitch is a bald-headed bitch, no edges every day. Every day a bitch got no motherfucking bald-head, raggedy, bald-head hoe. Like, so I'm not saying don't have an issue with it, but I feel like that's what made me think. Y'all lying. Y'all don't care about alopecia and her body image like that. Not even just with alopecia. I'll take it a step further. You guys aren't championing that level of freedom that it takes for a woman to cut off the thing that stereotypically is identified with her being a woman, even if she's freely choosing that, not because of a medical condition. Y'all not out here trying to cut the hair off y'all head. Y'all don't want to go bald. Y'all not trying to get low hairstyles like they had before. You guys champion what? Long, fake-ass weaves and wigs. Inches. That's what that's what you champion. That's what you defend. You defend wigs, wigs and weave on a regular basis, but you don't champion women that cut their hair off willingly because they're trying to do something different. Shout out to Nina. Whether she's bald or short hair, she she has embraced that for herself. I'd support her in that 100 percent at all times. But you guys don't champion women like her for cutting their hair off willingly. But now you want to defend it because there's there's a little bit of a sensitive topic in that. No, continue to have that same energy for Baldwin. Say, that's cool for her, but I could never, regardless, I'd find me a wig. She could have found a wig too. And I, She I, chose not to for a reason. Yeah, and I guess my my, my thing is like, I don't, I'm, this is not a conversation, because I, I, 
I've seen it also online where there is a wave of there is a demographic of of niggas who are just against black women, and that is not the conversation. Not Protect black women at literally any at all costs. But there is a difference for me protecting you from a bullet and me protecting you from walking into a wall. And I feel like some of that shit has to be discussed because I'm the the pouring on of like okay if we don't like talking about people's hair if we all of a sudden don't our alopecia is a problem and talking about things people can't fix is a problem then is it just a jada problem or is this a problem all across the board because we talk about a lot of shit about any and everybody that they cannot fix if it's funny motherfucker it's a go so that's black comedy always has been Shit, at this point, that's just comedy. Now, if you say that's low, that says, okay, cool. If you're somebody who just is like, don't talk about uh, Wayne Head with the big shoe, I never thought that shit was funny. I never thought niggas' hairlines was funny. I never think Lil Dicks is funny. I don't think Lizzo jokes is funny. I don't think. If you're that person, then goddamn, man, you're a, I don't know, you're Captain, Captain America. But if you're not that, then I don't know that the conversation t- that you turn into the alopecia warrior and now this is violence towards black women because when it came to men, we didn't have that same energy. Like you said, Wayne Head was a whole cartoon. Big head, bald head boy with the club foot. And we didn't, it wasn't to make fun of him, but it was to present a different perspective of like this person's going through something, but we can still make it funny and make light of it. Ricky Smiley. Part of his bit for many years was what being the, coming in there with the club foot and all making every, fun of these things. Every, that you just not to cut you off, not even just the club foot. Y'all up here acting like it's something they can't control. Every one of you niggas laughed a little, Daryl. Leave me alone. All of y'all did mental that. health that he cannot control, mental retardation, and y'all laughed at that. You laughed to at this that. day if that pops up. It's y'all laugh. Not even that. Laughing at, you know, say laughing at men with little dicks. They can't control that. You laugh at that all day long and say how they are inadequate men. They are not worthy men. They are children. They are not to, they are not worthy of existing on this earth, so on and so forth. But somebody has a skin condition that makes her want to cut her hair off and she decides to wear it proudly. And we can't talk about that at all. A comedian can't. They still joke about Charlemagne bleaching when he was trying to fix his skin discoloration. I mean, I'm not trying to make this even a men thing. I'm just saying, like, y'all make fun of a lot of stuff. So I'm not saying don't take issue with it. I guess my problem is, like, motherfuckers turn into the Avengers, and it's like, you wasn't that yesterday. No. Toned it down. Like You're not you're not unbiased in that. You're, yeah. You're biased. Don't present me with your bias as part of my thing. Don't make it an expectation for somebody to adopt your bias. No, be unbiased about your situation. If you're going to express some sort of fervor towards something, express it towards everything in that category. Yeah, that's that's my problem with it is like Will Smith standing up for his wife outside of just all the the trauma, the take on him doing it out of trauma and stuff like that that we went to. Just the idea that you made fun of my wife, that's something that she sits at home and cries about. I don't like that. I'm finna check you on it. That in that bubble for them uh, nobody's wrong That's that man's wife That You motherfuckers That took it And turned it into something Y'all are motherfuckers That I think Is a little bit of trash for that Because I was like It's not that And I feel like that's or I, shouldn't, I can't say it is Or isn't that But I'm like That's Y'all are fucking weird Deceptive Decepticon Motherfuckers cause You're trying to be An opportunist 
opportunist and utilize something for a narrative that you think is okay when you're not looking at the depths of it. You're just trying to fulfill whatever need to help validate yourself. You're not looking at this from a deeper perspective. Because again, is he protecting Jada less if he goes up there after he accepts his award, talks to Chris in his ear like, hey, you know Jada be struggling with that alopecia, man. That that, that comment was kind of out of bounds. Go apologize to her. It's not a grandiose thing, but that's him protecting his wife. And say, say for instance, all you see is them hug. There's a little bit of a longer exchange. Will taps him on the back and Chris nods and then walks off the stage and talks to Jada. Had he, is that him protecting his wife? To me it is, but I can, I can give people their, their, uh, I'll give that you were, were wrong loud. So apologize just as loud. I give him that. And I and I still keep them in the block. My thing is, I just the understanding that people are like, you didn't do this, and you you, you didn't do this to protect Jada. You didn't do this because no. black. You did this because I have been mad at said this nigga or niggas, Absolutely. and I just haven't. Not, so this is the representation that all niggas must fail. Protect us, because you motherfuckers don't do shit. And, Nah, because y'all don't appreciate, like like I said, the Will Smith thing. This nigga has been protecting loudly. For years, to the point where he barely be in the house. Words came at us. I protected just as loud. And honestly, you, like, even if it's just we were separated, even if we was fucking on every which kind of person, the understanding is what is in our home is in our home. That was broken because of you. And I still have to go back. I'm not protecting you anymore. I'm cleaning up your mess. And through all of that, when have you protected me? What y'all gonna say? Boycotting the Oscars? That's y'all. That's I can hear y'all. Y'all got it. How are you protecting? I've been protecting you for years. When are you going to protect me? I have to protect you one particular way. There's not multiple ways that I can do this. Like how, how, how do we have this conversation? How do we have this conversation more? Cause you're, that's another thing that you add to the list of what a man should be doing. But if he chose to do it a different way and it still got an even better result, even if he's like, you know what? I'll be a, hey, will you mind if I say something real quick before you say your speech? And will just told me, I didn't know you was going through the alopecia thing. Jada, I am so sorry for that joke. That could have been an apology loud from a protection of something silent. I didn't have to do that as loud. There's so many ways that this can go. Why are we only accepting of something that gives you the approval that you are looking for? Yeah. To me, that depends on asking, asking yourself, Hey, found a way back to an accountability conversation. But don't boom, bam, bow, bow, yeah. Ooh, look at accountability? Us. Oh, okay. We hate that word so much. You have to ask yourself what you are actually looking for. If I want protection, I want somebody to let me know that, like, because prote- I want some. I want to know. Obviously, if we go outside and there's a physical threat, I want that type of protection. But I want you to stand up for me. I want you to defend my honor. That looks differently, and if it gets the job done, cool. But some of y'all, I feel like, just want. I want to be able to say. It's supposed to make a nigga go crazy. He'll shoot a nigga. He'll beat a bitch up for me. He'll whatever. And that's just. I mean, we learned that with August. So your point should have already been proven, right? Yeah, that's just that's just a little different than I want to be protected. You want me to go out here and and cause a fucking scene. You want attention. And that's the same thing. That's the same thing niggas say when they go, man, I like it. She a little feisty. And then two months, you know, three months down the line, this bitch be talking to me crazy. And then y'all had a fucking issue and. 
now you're locked up or um she said some wild shit to your mom cuz like you don't I like the, you you like your you like when she goes crazy cuz you another bitch likes your picture your ego all of this is come on man trace that shit back to what it is we're going to do some I'm act like I I know what I'm doing I'm act like I have a career in some shit maybe or maybe not your desire your 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 why is I want somebody to bo- post me up and make me feel good it's mm-hmm. not honor it is ego it is your pride yeah yeah, yeah, that's me. You yeah. are Doctor mm. Evil, and you want somebody to pet your Mister Bigglesworth, which is your ego. This is that's that should have been hashtag. Oh no, that's her thing. Yeah, words team, of the, team bald baddie. That's shout out to Nina. That's the words full, of the gang, man. Damn them follicles. Movement. Damn them followers. Full blown movement for Don't all the bald head ladies out there that are willingly doing it, and some unwillingly, but just giving them a platform to be able to promote that aspect of freedom. So shout out to them for doing that. Anybody that knows me know that I am, I am, I'm a little partial. Y'all can keep all the long hair bullshit. I don't, I've never liked it. I don't like nobody's wig shedding in my bed. I hate all that. I'll take short hair. Like a dog. No, cool. I'll burn your wig before I tell you that it looks good Let me brush it while it's in there. No, I will snatch it off and swing that bitch over the balcony. I've never liked it. Oh, no, I'm talking about if she had like waves. Oh, yeah, no, waves all day long. Absolutely. I'll put the Murrays in your hair. I'll brush it, put the do-rag on you. I prefer short. I've always liked short hair more than the fake shit. I know I've been serious. I'm going to take one detour. Like if you had a brush, but you had like... It's a little wider on the woodness, so it's like a brush paddle. Mm-hmm. So it's like brush and smack. Oh, absolutely! Like, yeah. Why do you do? Why you talk about the Dougie? You could do the Dougie and brush her fade. Why you I'm doing just saying, it? And man, smack that's her on a, the ass with the back of the brush. A, look how much intimacy that is, man. Absolutely. Y'all getting to it for real? Absolutely. You're making sure that you can't do that with no wig. You got to treat our wig like Petey Pablo said. <laughs> What y'all say, man? This nigga's funny. <laughs> Everybody try to act like he's fucking like you know. Um, no, I'm not the funny Captain one. Stone Stoic. Go to hell. I'm I'm not the funny one here. But Kenneth, oh, listen. he said a couple things. Let's give. Oh, okay. Uh, we don't know if he hit August. Uh, he might have took pity on him because he was sick and he knew Jada took advantage. Um, that's also. His son friend That's a yeah, good point That is a good point we, he, It also Ooh, could be A good point Of what Schultz said Earlier It was like He was Schultz in said oh. Schultz said He was in there Watching He knew what was Going on Because he was A part of the Dynamic yeah. now, And here's the Thing about it I know that We're in this You know It's a sensitivity Thing but When comedians Go left I'm like Yo that's crazy And that's wild And that whatever But also that is the fucking conversations you motherfuckers have at Absolutely. home. Absolutely, you do. Y'all you been say saying that, that for years. Y'all been saying Will is a cuck for years. All types of shit. We like yo, before, yo. Anyways, uh, Jada is dis- <laughs> disrespectful. I can always, fuck. I can always count. I'm Kenneth. Man, Jada is disrespectful as fuck. And too many times, black men and boys have lost their lives or been put in horrific situations defending the honor of a woman that don't have any. That's a point. So, I mean, you know. Whole for us, for our people, and this is a different conversation slightly, but for us, whole communities have of black people have been burned to the ground because of a woman's ego. Granted, race is a part of that, historically, for us. That book that everybody be reading, and then like that Delilah woman came, and she said, you know, give me a hair, and then. 
a lot of people died that day. And that was, that's on, you know, and that's on them lambs Jesus used to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, it just, there's parts. I just want, and I'm, I don't know, I'm not even taking a side per se. I just get so bothered by like motherfuckers taking these stances and basing the entirety of what a man is, what a woman is, what our interactions and relationships are. And you didn't even fucking think you're grown, Ashley. You're a fucking grown up, uh, Damon. Like, you niggas are adults. And it's just like, what the fuck? That is accurate, Kenneth. Because if Amy Schumer makes a cuck joke about Will Smith, Jade, gonna laugh and not do shit. Those, those jokes have been circulating for years. And y'all said them. Y'all said them. Y'all, we y'all were saying, said them. We were saying that they, before we even found out about the August thing, there were plenty of conversations that people would make publicly and in private about how they're swingers and all this other stuff that's going on. Right. We've been saying that for years. This isn't new information. We've been saying they have a, a different than normal marriage relationship for a long time. Then something finally comes out to support that. But Will has been the butt of the joke for most of those things. We've never made Jada the butt of the joke. It's always been Will. Even before August, Will has been the target for being the butt of these jokes. And not one time has Jada ever even, hey, guys, that's not okay. So this is what I've 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 had a couple, and nobody's giving me like a 100% answer. I'm not necessarily looking for one. I just want it to be a thought. We talk about his family thing. We talk about, I don't really know Jada's family structure. He talks about in the book that she also wasn't super traditional. But if you kind of just, I'm just, I'm implying now we're completely in theory land. So I feel free to write this off as complete nonsense. So hypothetically assuming. Yeah. So you have a dude who wants the, he, all the things we discussed, he wants the family structure. I'm a pleaser. I'm a this, I'm a that. I want the perfect Will Smith family. He discusses how all those preconceived notions and expectations pushed her away. Mm-hmm. I don't even really know like her get down, but she wasn't traditional from the start. Mm-hmm. We in, we input all of this, like finding love elsewhere, being the sexual, this, so you being the man dealing with the fact that, you know, uh, Traditionally, you know, us, we're not really good with our woman's opposition. So if she introduces, we want to go do different partners. You have to all this self-work is you really dealing with some shit that this fucking sucks. And everybody's looking at it. A lot of women might say he's a better man. He's a good man. But a lot of them are also saying that because like women have to do it. So it's like this reactionary shit. Like it's a it's a tit for tat. It's a tit for tat thing. It's not honest. But it's a tit for tat based on a small percentage, which angers me when it comes to the, I'll say sex conversations, not gender, because mm-hmm. apparently gender can be whatever the fuck we want it to be today. So I'll uh-huh. say the sex conversation. When we talk about the battle of the sexes, the thing that bothers me as a black male, we get judged for two to 5% of a reality. Mm-hmm. And we blow it up as if it's 100% of the thing. Well, this person did this to me. Yeah, that's a small sample size. But most men are not that. Also, your choice. And I say this the same thing, nigga. Your choices, you pick that person for a reason. Like, it's not just some. There is a percentage where goddamn Thanos just walked up and just kicked your door down. It was, it was, today was just your day to have a bad fucking person. At most 5%. I've dealt with motherfuckers. And I, and I can honestly say... This went bad because me. She's not wilding. She's. I sat here and I said, 
anything that I told myself. Not not that it was just, oh, she's going to be a good person, whether it was like, I can huff it, I can deal with it, this is my healing. Whatever it was, it did make me better, but I was an active participant. I stand on that fucking thing. Can't nobody do nothing to you if you want to look and play like you were just somebody who got drugged to the mouth. All y'all not, Tina. And you could do the I can you can bust open I can Tina thing without sounding like a fucking douchebag. Oh, what I was getting to with the with the Jada thing is like all of these levels where Will honestly on paper, the only thing he's really guilty of doing is you put the expectation thing on that and everybody flip flop when it's day turn, like, well, he shouldn't have been if if it was Jada on the flip, you'd be like he was a dog ass nigga. But it's defend it's at the, it culminates in this event of defend black women and it's like what what do you do in the in the framework of you defend this person and all this built up is what made you lose your shit like that, but you're consistently defending this person when if we kind of go back is the actual root cause of all of your recent shit. How do you rationalize that? That like I am at the same time in defense of standing on my own too and being this amazing person when if I go back to what everybody he's suffered so much and everybody nobody says what did he suffer? He's been suffering for months and years. He did. Why? Because his wife put all of their stuff out there for the world. She made the bad decision. He's been cleaning up ever since. What are you supposed to do with that? Not even that. Say, for instance, we look at their children without even deep diving, even if we did know the August thing. You look at your children. Your son's a little bit more androgynous. He's a little bit more fluid. Your daughter's polyamorous. Where did they get those from? It didn't just manifest into them out of nowhere. They had environments that showed them that that was okay, that let them explore that, that let them do this, that let them do that, that supported them and this, that, and the other. So part of that came from our makeup, our parents. Our Mm -hmm. parents had to have had some sort of demonstrating this behavior to us for us to be able to see it. But is that what Will wanted? He's communicated that that's probably not what he wanted. And I'll use a personal example without giving too many details. I have a client, a couple. Polyamorous in an open relationship. One of them is like, I never wanted this. I was never ready for this. I only allowed myself to go through this because this is what you wanted and I wanted to make you happy. And now we're having counseling because it's hard for me to adjust to and identify boundaries that I need within this space that I never wanted to begin with. I've been miserable since day one. So let's just continue to do the difficult shit and figure out how to make the miserable a lot less miserable. Well, it's not the only man that goes through that. That not to cut you off, but that ties into the narrative that as a man, you're supposed to endure. Absolutely. You're supposed to. So you, it's a hard time to, to balance between me asking for help and me going, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to stand on, well, no, you need to, you don't need to do that. Okay, man, well, then what happens when what I need to do for me cuts into that stuff for you? Or cuts you out. As a man, we're supposed to grin and bear it, which is what Chris did. So we can look at two different aspects because Chris, you know, he, he approached it the way that men are supposed to. In some respects, like he took it on the chin, he kept his composure, he did this, he did that, he acted professional, he shrugged it off, which is what men are told they are supposed to do when life does what hits you in the face. Yeah, that's a lot of like, that was another thing, like a lot of people talking about, you know, talk shit, get hit. And I was like, we don't have these, like nobody knows, like Chris might have just been somebody 
who's been there, he under he's not having the Will Smith shit, whatever he's going through, he's not having the Will Smith breakdown. So Chris doesn't really think this is coming. He knows where he's at, but he's also going because you know, just money wise, his ticket sales triple doubled if we're just thinking business wise. But that's going to happen. But he's aware that I'm not finna. I don't shit. I don't, they're going to arrest us both if we get to fight and be like if. I don't know, people just assuming that he's pussy, but I'm like, what do y'all do then if Chris Rock just is like, y'all niggas think I'm from New York, so I'm like, I'll beat the shit out of you. Like, if he just <laughs> will up, now what y'all gonna say? That what would is- be my thing. Will goes up there to defend his woman, and lo and behold, say, who knows? Chris Cock back and bow, and Will is, before your acceptance speech, you was just on here, commercial break, laid out on the stage, because we didn't expect Chris to be the one to place one nicely on your chin, and you went night-night. And he's the smaller dude. So now what do we say about you standing up to protect your wife? Because I just want everybody to know when people say, because everybody was saying, like, this is what I want. You're going to go out into the world and it's not like, like, I'm, I think I'm look like I could whatever. Nobody's going to just always just let me whoop their ass. Absolutely not. Yeah, I said it. Like, I've been, I've, I was really young. But I've been the dude, if we have a problem or if I have a problem with her, it's like, you gonna let him say that to me? I just want you to know, my nigga. Like, I know you don't know nothing about this. She was wilding, but I'm finna dog walk your ass. Understand? Like, what I'm get the pass I'm giving her for what she's saying is on some man woman shit. You're coming up to take the other part of this, but we don't have nothing to talk about. I'm finna whoop your motherfucking ass. And I just know that, like he said, like that's just moments where people have, and that's what I took it as, and people were just taking that, apply this to me, because all you motherfuckers are literal. You the way you talk, the way you act, you. Well, that's not what I mean. Yes, it was. Yes, the goddamn it was. I know y'all love you, but I know you. It's not what you meant when the consequences don't go in your favor. Now we now we try to backpedal and walk it all back because it didn't work out how you yeah. wanted it to. Yeah, he's been going off. I was okay. gonna let you do your okay. thing and. Uh, Senor Kenneth Women don't know what a man is They just know what they want from a man Cause he's a commodity Men know what kind of woman they want But when they get it They fuck it up Or don't know what to do next um, Cause nobody ever taught them how to care about themselves And their needs They always sought after something Cause they're hunters There's a, there's a Patrice quote for that But I'll be right back with that mm-hmm. Uh, a woman on Twitter said, Will slapping Chris for Jada was toxic masculinity. She said, uh, him feeling to protect his wife's name is toxic masculinity. It has, I mean, you can get into a bag where that's like patriarchy-ish. To touch on his point as far as women uh, not knowing what a man is, um, but knowing what they want from a man. It, it was a Patrice joke one time where he was like, he court, and honestly, I'm going to say correlated because we don't give these niggas the realm they deserve just because they're not linguist for how smart which is what a comedian is these niggas think about life and they give us other perspectives but whatever like if you think about it man play i've said this before aristotle and plato might have been funny as shit because i just feel like you can't be a philosopher and not be funny your brain will collapse because this shit is heavy when you're smart i say this shit because i'm smart too um (laughs) but uh his main point was even the dynamics of how we date and i'm gonna say it how i would say it because you say it in the joke form. Y'all just choose to not understand. <laughs> but um, that's gonna happen regardless. In the dating, yeah, in the dating realm, because men chase women, men are more. Even if not to say you understand women totality, because humans are like snowflakes or whatever. But because you're bred to always chase, you're always changing. Now, some of y'all are gonna like niggas be lying. Niggas are adjusting to. I know what women on the whole kind of enjoy out of men. 
men have kind of determined that from just I've been trying to go get ass since this thing started firing out stuff that wasn't pee. So <laughs> um, I've I've been trying. So I've had a good data worth of women like this. I need to be this type of man. This type of man on as in general is what women like. Now I can add in. I'm but I, I like hip hop. I'm a rock star. I play football. I'm gonna, but this is man strong. Blah 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 blah. Women, on the other hand, because it is come get me, you really don't know what the fuck I am. You know what you need from me, but you don't necessarily know how. Why can't I? Because you, yes, want, you know, what you, yeah, you know what you want from me, but you've never had to actually go get and create. Okay, create this relationship. To be honest, I might be more suited for love as a man to a degree because I'm built to. Chase that, grab that, create that Chase that ass, grab that ass, fuck that ass Now if I take those three Base level fucking ideas And I go chase that love Grab that love, facilitate that love Relationship, whatever I don't have a, I'm not Built for it to just come to me I'm like okay, this shit is difficult Okay, you know because When I had to go get just pussy She was like make it hard to get So I found ways to get that I fought for that, I did that So now when it's, relationship is hard Okay, Stick it out. We did this. That worked for six months. This didn't work last two weeks. Okay, cool. As opposed to, this is just not serving me how it's supposed to. Fuck it. Because it came to me. This came to me. Whatever came to me. This is hard. Now, if you don't like it, I don't care because it's not like a, a super, but it's worth a thought. And I don't give a fuck what you say. It's a, or some of y'all out there said, God damn, and you're welcome. Like Kenneth said, it's all transactional, right? Kenneth be Kenneth. When you think of a transaction, that means somebody is paying for something and they get something in return. Correct? Where the Carlos man? Y'all niggas might not uh y'all niggas might have not bought no pussy, but you damn sure pay for it. Well, not even that, but if you look at say the dynamic of certain love, if we dive deep enough into it, men are paying for something and not getting a product in return. I'm paying for love and I'm not getting real love in return. I get other things under the guise of being love, but I don't get real love and support the way I'm expected to give. So I'm expected to give this thing and pay. I'm putting down way much more to get very little in return or not the reciprocal of that in return. So where does the actual even transaction come into play? And I'm not saying this is in all relationships, but sticking with the stereotypes and deeping into deep, you know, lower levels but of things. I'll make that. A, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even a detour. Like to go to how I perceive that sometimes is the gender role thing is not always you giving real love because it's what you're comfortable in. I'm a nigga who knows cars just cause I'm a car dude. So me fixing your car is not exactly an expression of love because I do this anyway. Like you just are kind of doing what I do normally, but now I'm doing it on your car. Right. Now, if you want to say, hey, babe, let's go watch fucking, you know, I like I would like for him to kind of go with me to uh, the museum. That's an expression of love because he's like, you know, what? I don't know what the fuck this is, but I'm fucking with it because I fuck with you. Cool. On the flip side, you cooking me a meal is nice, but you cook. So. You cook for you cook you cook like that's what you do. So I thank you. You don't have to do, and I'm still appreciative as fuck because you didn't have to do this for me. But if I said I'm gonna keep using my same thing, if I said, man, DC not at home right now, and I need to tackle this level, it'd be easier if I had another person. I don't play that fucking game. Have you ever? Have you ever? 
This is not even like this is not for kids. I wouldn't. This is this is some really deep shit, man. I cried over this, man. This was some serious shit. Nah. All right, cool. I'm just saying this. You know, it's worth the thought. You're welcome. Kenneth also said some heavy hitting stuff, so I feel like I gave you a jab. I haven't even read this yet, but it's a lot of words, so I feel like let me go ahead and have <laughs> Kenny hit you in the face with this goddamn uh, mallet. Yeah. Um, men have to enjoy the the crucible. Yo, SAT word. Yo. I love this nigga, man. As you said. Men have to endure the crucible. Absolutely. <laughs> Women in the past Go two to three generations. Right? Women, uh, I don't even like that. But, you know, still, whatever. <laughs> um, women in the past two to three generations have been coddled and separated from accountability. Men have all the accountability, but none of the mercy. My grandma just turned 82. Um, paying for love uh, and, approval. and approval when the customer service is trash. There was a meme that I saw about that. Is like that's how you know like a black restaurant is hidden because the customer service is trash, but like the food is good. And my thing, if you gonna use it, but that is like shit. The food don't need to be that good. Like this food is cool, but like I can get this somewhere else. The food is food, and I need to eat. So now I know, I know <laughs> when I say since the time, and I really wish I remember what comedian I took because I don't even want to take credit for this. But women have gotten mad at this ever since I've been saying it. And it's not like a justification for cheating. It's 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 a way to go like you have to be just better than that activity. It's like this lobster and steak over here is pussy. But fine, I'll give you <laughs> lobster and steak and that's great. But at the end of the day, the basis is that feeds my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, man, depending on my point, depending on where I'm at at that point of the fucking week. I know I love lobster and steak. I, it tastes great. But it's something about 2.45 a.m. Them one dollar Jack in the Box tacos. I will get in twelve of them bitches before you give me some lobster and steak because it's fucking two forty five a.m. and it's lit, baby. Give me my tacos. So if the only thing you coming through is I can fill that stomach up, man, metaphorically and I guess you know whatever for real, then you know just the idea is, goddamn, I want y'all to learn how to fucking like do the self work thing. I'm in pro- I'm in progress. We're watching Will Smith. It's not something you like master out of. But y'all really not starting. Like y'all don't do nothing, and it just it 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 destroys. They start sage and crystals and summer oh, walker. Man, I almost said a lot of <laughs> fucking woof because no, you don't. Y'all don't know that is it. No, it just don't. And but on, again, that kind of goes into the accountability thing. Like we're hardwired to like. There's pain that comes with the other side of growth. I, I use the workout fucking analogy. That's my entire sports life, whatever. You have to go down here and tear this motherfucker up. And then on the back end, cool. There is, but that's how I look at life. There's no part where I'm like, damn, man, this shit. You know, there's obviously, you know, levels. I'm not saying you go into a relationship and just need to whoop your ass across the board. But it might not really be whooping your ass that bad. But you have no concept of what it means to really, like, grow and do the work. The work is not saying, like, oh, we had a argument today because he likes plaid and i like polka dots it's like now he said something that really rocked me to my core of how i view things how my perspective is and how my beliefs might be bullshit good because that's his job and that's your job that's what y'all just supposed to do existing next to each other but i didn't listen to that i projected my insecurity onto him and demonized him for his statement because he's wrong because he made me feel a way that i don't agree with Fuck you and your natural asshole. How about that? <laughs> like, 
I mean, just to say, like, you're healing. Sometimes, and I'm not saying this is all women, but sometimes from what I see in a lot of spaces, the healing of women just turns into a blame fest of men, demonizing men. And for nobody, I don't care what your sex is, I don't care what your gender identity is, your healing should never look like you pointing the finger at other people for being the cause of your problems. It has to come with accepting some accountability. If part of your healing process is to demonize the people that you are upset with, then you are not learning how to become a better person yourself. You are not empowering yourself. There is no empowerment in blaming other people. Empowerment comes from acceptance and accountability. So if you want to be empowered, male, female, or otherwise, in order to be empowered, you have to accept responsibility and accountability as opposed to projecting blame. Yeah, you just never pay attention to how much that, like, I don't know. Some of y'all, I give it, some of y'all, you're just 2%. It's okay. You're just 2%. But that 2% could have been the, like, all the dump of this whole interaction is cool. But that 2% is the key in the hole. It might not be the house. And if, God damn it, man, you can own a house all you want, but if you don't get the key, you can't go in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, the entirety of this thing might not be you, but you refusing to take... You know what? It was that one night, you know, on uh, December 23rd, 2020, 2021, when I could have just said, nah, I got in the car. That's your part because you knew then dog was a piece of shit. You knew then she was, man, this girl, I asked her about this, that, and the third, and she said, I'll give a fuck. And I was like, cool. Nah, man, that was your moment. That was your moment where you should have. When you saw how she reacted to this, when you shot, when you saw how she, whatever with that, when you saw what she said, when you saw that you guys were talking about something and she got, you know, spicy and it's like, okay, this is a moment we can, and she chose to like take a dig, you should have bounced because that's going to blow up on the next thing. Mm-hmm. She got like, when you saw that he's going to, I don't know, man, y'all had a, you know, misinterpretation or whatever. And he said, man, yo, ah. Is that your homegirl? Like in front of you, and you felt disrespected, like, and he was really being like, "Meg, yeah, that was your moment, baby. Like that was your fuck duality, right?" So if if we tie this, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Sage with a gas mask. Absolutely. If if we tie this back into the the interaction of Will and Chris, duality is Will was justified and he was wrong. Mm-hmm. Chris was justified and he was wrong. Depending on what perspective you want to look at it from, you are always both right and wrong at the same time. And if you're not willing to accept your wrongness, do not stand up and scream loudly about how justified you are. Nah. That's... Yeah, that just... It, it, I don't know the the mental gymnastics that people take in order to justify the nonsense, which I get, I understand. You could also just use that, you know. And I, I swear, like I, I be trying not to. Maybe I just make this my little thing, like because the working out shit is like okay, thirty minutes to this week or thirty minutes this day. Next two weeks, you did it for forty five minutes. It's an incremental thing, which mm-hmm. so nobody's saying you turn into, you know, uh, enlightened chakra guru. You know, tomorrow, but 
I bet you somebody who knew, you know, what's everybody's favorite? Like they pretend they are. Okay. Like if you'd have met Erica Badu when she was, you know, at Graham, just going through classes, trying to figure out what the fuck she wanted to do with life. I'm sure she had, she had that spark. She had that thing. But what she has now, she didn't have. She took all this time to become Badula Ablumgata. So, like, that's you. Like, everybody be like, I'm healed. I'm better now. How long have you been doing this? I've been focusing on me for, like, three months. You get out. It ain't started yet. Get out. Uh, a Buddhist monk, right? The idea that we have of Buddhist monk are that they are extremely peaceful people. They try not to focus on aggression and letting your emotions run you and blowing like they're they are the embodiment of what peace should look like and tranquility right Shaolin, they will stomp a mud hole in your ass part part of me learning how to become this is me going through so many taxing situations physically mentally and emotionally and going through these repetitions of doing the same things over and over and over so my body my mind my spirit are battle tested i have the ability to beat you to a day's end and i still choose to look at a situation and go mm, that's okay that's fine i'm not we're not about i'm not about to utilize my ability but that's like you said with the fight thing, you understand. You might the most peaceful person you might meet in the world might be a fighter or shit, somebody who's gone through like real war and battle. I know what what chaos looks like. You you want you talk, you still speaking from ego, you speaking from this. I didn't watch I didn't seen some stuff. Like you you know, you talk to let's boil it down to regular streets of you talk to somebody who's in it now and somebody who might have lived life. Man, hug that dude. It ain't even. I've. You it's have no idea. Yet. You have no idea what your what the door you're opening is. It's not. It ain't that. We could say that for both Will and Jada. Jada could have took that joke and shrugged it off. Will could have taken that joke and shrugged it off. Will could have talked to him back. There's so many different ways to do it. But my ability doesn't mean that I should act on it. Yeah, that's my takeaway, man. I'm not telling nobody to play with you. I'm just telling y'all to think about things more and more in depth because. The the memes and shit while funny, I feel con- and if you know I can be arrogant about it, I feel confident posting my memes because I know I gave this thing fifteen different thoughts and I'm posting it because it's funny because some shit is I'm not I don't think like I understand funny some shit is just flat out funny even if I don't like it but it's like a lot of y'all was and then I I, I watched I watched for the first day y'all said some stuff and then y'all were saying things condoning the stuff you posted and it's like oh nobody's really nobody. No. We all, I see all y'all post the mental health stuff and whatever, whatever, and nobody opened their mouth. What that really means. Nobody opened their mouth about Will's mental health or anything like that until after some of the stuff circulated. But none of y'all even thought that. It was protect me, look at, and after a while, man, you just, it take, it don't take nothing to look at yourself objectively. You'll find out a lot in a day. Nobody wants to do that. That's not fun. Why would I want to do that? It's, it's much more easier to just... Stick with what makes me comfortable and makes me feel good and boosts me up. Lastly, don't talk to me about this Christmas shit no more. I gave it, I gave it all I can give today. I've seen y'all fumble over it all week. I've had my conversation with it. Leave me alone. I said what I said. You can agree or disagree. If you disagree, cool, cool. If you agree, cool. Either way, I want you to take it, boil it up, turn it sideways, and shove it right up your candy ass. I love you.
Oh, that's that's my stance in general. It's not even just about the world thing. Just in general, I just shove them up your ass. I don't, I don't, I don't have it anymore. Where's the sexual frequency? Just shove it up your ass. All right. <laughs>